Boba looks like obviously looks like Absolutely. clones, okay. and he looks yeah. just like Wrecker. And so Moochie would yeah. be like, "Yeah, sure, yeah. I know, I know you." And yeah, so Moochie the scent, would like the scent just of be a clone. chilling on them. The yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The scent. Be... That sounds like the a. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what it is. Fan Everybody, welcome back to the Holonet Marauders podcast. We're going to be talking about Book of Boba today. Yes. The time has finally come. We it's talked here. about it on, on Holonet Marauders Live a lot, the first two episodes. But I'm joined here by my Bombad Daimyos. Ooh. Can you Jam have the more Jedi. Yes, hello. Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> yeah. Jam the Jedi and Marauder Matt. Hello, Marauder Calling you by now. your proper Holonet names now. That's fine. And we're well, also joined here. Name. First off, how are you guys doing? Doing solid? Dude, yeah. dude, well, it's dude, usually well. always good, but you got to check, right? You gotta I'm yeah. excited to talk about Book of Boba Fett. It's always a good day when you get to talk about Book of Boba Fett. Oh, yeah. Definitely and weren't we... talking about Book of Boba Fett right before we got on air, but it's good. Well, for the last, the last two like, weeks. three days, yeah. <laughs> we anyway. have possibly the best guest I can imagine to talk about this show so far, because I've been stealing his takes left and right. Not stealing. <laughs> I've been giving him credit, but Brent, Age of Grogu... Hey how's guys, it how's it going? <laughs> how you doing, everybody? Hey, it's good friend, to have you. To the show. Yeah, it's long great time, to be here. Yeah, longtime friend of the show, but I think it's your first time on here. So, yeah, it is. It's great. Yeah. I'm I'm very excited for this. This is cool. <laughs> I would, what what a perfect way to talk about something we all love uh, so much, so which is uh, Boba Fett. Yeah, yes. oh, yeah. 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 I remember I was talking about episode one with you on the mm. the all new nerds show with Levi, mm-hmm. or was that yes. episode two? Thank you guys. Oh God! I think it was both. It was, it was, yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> but you've had, you know, your takes have um, had a lot of big impression on me, and I feel like in our shows, I've been like, oh, so Brent said this and this, so might as well just get you on here and have the man the take. Yeah, you say your thoughts instead of <laughs> well, rehashed. Yeah, I mean, I, I've always taken my thoughts on anything said uh, through most of the interviews that Dave Filoni and George Lucas have had over the years. There's always mm-hmm. these moments way back from the animated shows and everything like that, whenever they, they did a Reb, Rebels Recon or any of that stuff, there was always a moment with Dave Filoni saying something that's so insights, insightful that I'm, it stuck with me. And I started to realize that if I search for these little elements that he is talking about in everything that he does, I can start to understand his thought process and George Lucas's thought process as to why they do something on a very subconscious level. And a lot of people will catch the surface level stuff, but I tend to look deeper where possible. And, you know, sometimes I'm wrong when I'm, you know, calling things out, but there are other times it's left open to your own point of view on how you interpret something. And that's always what George Lucas's philosophy and Dave Filoni's philosophy seem to be. That's Star Wars in general, exactly, yeah. So this is, um, just before we get too into the meat of Book of Boba Fett, uh, this is your spoiler warning for episodes one and two of the Book of Boba Fett. So episode one, Stranger in a Strange Land, and episode two, Tribes of Tatooine. So if you haven't watched it yet, we're going to talk about it here, right here, right now. So that was your warning. That was your warning. warning. So So. chapter one, (laughs) Stranger in a Strange Land kicked off the series, and... I don't know, Brent. I, I kind of just want you to go dive right into it here. Like, what was your 
impression of this episode? I sort of already know it, but for our audience, for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. It uh, uh, going into the episode. Uh, the biggest thing I think on everybody's minds was Robert Rodriguez was out there tweeting about this going, the first 15 minutes is all you, you've seen in the footage. And it built up this expectation in some people. And for me, I always kind of sat back going, okay, he's saying that everything we've seen in the trailers is, you know, only in the first 15 minutes, which means this last 30 minutes is going to blow us away. And when it didn't happen, it didn't bother me personally. I I liked the slow burn on this episode, and there were other people out there who were saying, "Oh, this is not what we were hoping." Uh, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the slow burn. I was fine with it, and I also didn't take to heart the 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 negativity afterwards that people seemed to have about why it wasn't such a strong episode. Uh, so I thoroughly enjoyed the slow burn on this one, and I did enjoy where it was going. Yeah. I'm always amazed when people have negative comments after the first episode because of a slow burn. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. chapter one, episode yeah. one yeah. of a yeah. seven part series. Yeah. It's a whole book of, it's a whole book, not just yeah. one chapter. So the it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah stay, that's it. Stay tuned guys. That's it. Yeah. I saw Shut someone the tweet. They were like, oh, back in the day we had to be continued at the end. And it's like, we mm -hmm. knew it was going to be That's continued. what a series is. Excuse yeah. me. A series right. is continued. Yeah. Guys. We yeah. know how many yeah. episodes are going to be in this season. We know yeah. where, you know, we know when... there's the next episode coming. We know it's going to be continued. Mm -hmm. Why do you One think One thing Robert... that I, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Why do you think Robert Rodriguez said that everything was the first 15 minutes? Everything in the trailer was the first 15 minutes. Yeah. I think he just kind of forgot. I think he got confused. I think he got, yeah. I think he got excited and part yeah. of the hype. And I think, yeah. I think thinking... he means like the first few episodes, maybe. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And things are going to have like a major shift, like midway through the season, which is like yeah. what we got with Mandalorian. Like yeah, with Mandalorian, we yeah. only got like the first four episodes four, yeah. in the trailer. Mm -hmm. So yeah. think about this as well. Um, everything that we saw in the Book of Boba Fett trailers has been what's happening in the current time story, which is what happens right after the events of the Mandalorian. We pretty much mm -hmm. didn't see like anything specific from Boba's time with the Tuscans in the trailers. So like we maybe saw, he's referring yeah, to like couple, that 15 yeah. minutes yeah. is everything of the future story or the current yeah. time story, That's not the flashback yeah. storyline. I didn't think of that. Um, there's yeah. just work with me on that one. I don't know. I just thought of that right <laughs> yeah. now because I forgot about yeah. the whole 15 minute thing because like when the director like, says one thing, you never know what's actually going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine he has so much on his plate that he could, he just right. kind of forgot. Like so much yeah. probably happens in the final couple episodes final few episodes that oh yeah the first few episodes are probably not on his mind of yeah. what right. happened yeah. so yeah who knows even he even he doesn't care about the first episode of book <laughs> <laughs> i think that something important as well which which i've like mentioned this variation like on like our streams and whatnot a lot recently is you, you we have this story that was left off like almost 40 years ago and we mm -hmm. need to tie it up before we can move on to the next thing oh and that, yeah that's exactly yeah. what the first episode here was is they had to tie up how does he get out of the sarlacc yeah. and yeah. then move on and, and i think that for Boba's like long-standing rivalry with goro from mortal Kombat. yeah both of those <laughs> needed to be squared off the biggest thing is the new Star Wars shows are for fans who have pretty much just watched the movies and possibly also watched the shows. They're they're not yeah. necessarily fans who are digging really deep into the Legends comics and know all of that backstory. Mm -hmm. So at a surface level, they it was perfect. They they did everything yeah. that they were like supposed to. Of they they answered the question, how did he get out, and what happened to him immediately after. Yeah. And 
for a fan who like literally would just see boba fett like in return of the jedi and empire he's just a bounty hunter we don't you don't know that much about him for, for if you're just watching movies who is he yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And so, like, there's just th- this this built up persona that people have based on le- legends, and I feel like th- this is great that we're actually getting like this take. That's here's what he actually is. Finally, I'm going to take this even a step back further. I grew up during the time of the original, you know, holiday special. I was nine years old when that, uh, you know, eight years old when that show came out. When the, you know, they showed the first inklings of who Boba Fett was. And that was part of the brilliance and I think even shock and surprise to even George Lucas from interviews I'd seen him on during the time. There was this element of they built up a mystery character through a single action figure. That action figure was brought to life before The Empire Strikes Back even came out through a piece of animation. That mystery right there sparked a year and a half mind you there was no twitter there was no internet there was nothing it was purely speculation on 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 you know on people's part in comic in in magazines and and articles that were about this animated piece of who boba fett is and that left enough chance you know left enough uh, ability to create this mystery right there right then of who is this mystery character and when George Lucas gave him like five lines in the entire film it deepened that mystery even further because we wanted to know more about this character and the more we wanted to know the less we got uh which became even more mysterious and then of course you know he dies and then there's nothing as you said for 40 years from there so that mystery is still there as to who that character was and I love where they're taking where this character is going. Yeah, no, you're right. And it's so funny to think like George Lucas killed Boba Fett off in mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi. And then he turns around and is like, oops. <laughs> like, because everybody. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 He killed him off. Absolutely. So, you know, he, yeah. he, and you, can, you can probably, you know, guess that Jango Fett and Boba Fett in Attack of the Clones mm-hmm. is like a direct response to, sorry, kiddos i killed boba fett here's yes yeah here's the backstory yeah yeah here's here's some more you know stuff on boba fett um but yeah yeah you know you're right Mm. even as far back as like 78 they were introducing boba fett in like parades yes yes yeah oh yeah the the footage darth vader you know in the streets and everybody's like, who, who is this guy? I love that variation of Boba because he has, like, the Jagas, like, on his, like, mm. helmet, which, like, Rex has on his. But yeah. then they, they never oh, yeah. translated it over. I think that yeah. it's just so funny to see Boba with that. But It's I, cool to see I, 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 yeah. <laughs> under the helmet, the Disney yes. Plus thing. Yes, yeah, that's what I was about yeah, to say. Yeah. It was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. If you haven't yeah. seen it, see it. It is, in- watch it. It's incredible. There was some footage I've never seen that was in that. And I've seen a lot of footage over the years <laughs> uh, as behind the scenes stuff. And there was some stuff in there that blew me away. And there's always, that's the great thing about anything Star Wars. There's always a piece of footage we still haven't seen yet. That's something yeah, yeah. somewhere that someone has got in a, on Speaking an 8mm film. Or, mm. yeah. Very yeah. good transition from that to mm. back to the show. Oh, right. yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. unused footage possibly yeah. from attack of the clones which we just yeah. mentioned yes, what, is, yes. what do you guys think is up with that is it footage they never use is it new footage i know there's a lot of movie magic they can put i think, I think it's a mix it's, it's part yeah it's, yeah, it's a yeah, mix right it's, a mix. it's the the wide shot we have of boba looking into Django's helmet it's mm-hmm. from attack of the clones it's unused yep. footage it's an unused long shot and then it's the so cool. shot of him over the shoulder with his face in the 
mask is mm-hmm. or the helmet is new footage with like you know a, a digital uh, no wait stop stop oh, don't say digital do you know? don't stay digital how, why did how they hire you... a deep fake guy to do this this oh, the first God, deep I forgot fake. about that this is the first deep fake we've ever seen because daniel logan's from what i've seen in his twitter account seems to recall that this shot over the shot over the shoulder shot never was was never shot right. as extra footage but if you get just a kid and you map his face over, it is the best fake, deep fake we might have seen yet. Mm. Huh. That and the one in, we'll get to chapter mm. two, but there's also right. one in chapter two of the window. Yes, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Very nice. So it's better than the Luke Skywalker digital, and that's where it's like, you know, and of course it's, it's all digital, but it's like the deep fake makes you feel like this is really daniel logan deleted footage doesn't it more than oh, yes. luke skywalker with a mapped over face oh, yeah. Um, totally yeah that's it yeah everybody yeah. no one's talking about the deep fake of daniel logan right now this could be our very first i, mean, I could be i could be wrong i'm just going off of my own personal i want to yeah. see the behind the scenes now but i totally forgot is, that, i totally forgot it. that they hired yeah. the, the guy who mm-hmm. did like the really good ones um yeah well okay so this is loosely yeah. this is our thought this is this confirmed. Is, yeah that's yeah no it's 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 speculation still but until yeah, yeah. they but but if it is it's it's damn good mm. yeah <laughs> Damn good I, ones too. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. Yes, so Camino. Um, <laughs> I was yes. just going to say, oh. I, I love how uh, we literally just get like the one shot of he's having just like the little like dreams and flashbacks of uh, mm. of Camino. And oh, yeah. my, my heart stops like every time I see Camino anyway now. Um, yeah, same. Especially yeah. seeing it in like live action, as live action as the, <laughs> these images are. Um, but like just like seeing like the little glimpses of it in that episode, it's it's good. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just very cool to see. Yeah, yeah, and I then the, the, the Geonosis shot, the, the the CG that they used on mm-hmm. the battle droids in the background was like yeah. twenty times better up to what it what it yeah. was now, nowadays. Yeah. And the reek the reek scooted over a little bit. Moved it. Yes, scooted over a little bit. Oh yeah. Honestly, people are complaining I mean, about that. Then then there's there's more issues out there than than <laughs> I'm maybe that that's like such a big thing. I don't know. I, that's I, that's crazy. And I think it was someone I saw a comment on on Twitter also said, you know, this also is, you know, could be from the perspective of what Boba Fett remembers and your memory from 40 years ago or whatever can be very different to yeah. what it was like in the actual moment. Yeah. So you He's remember not lying thinking, in the yeah. back to two exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I, I remember being in this arena with battle droids, and because it was a different shot, it wasn't the exact same shots. The idea yeah. could be, I mean, very well. Again, this goes into that deeper perspective that George Lucas and Dave Floyd do. This could be very well, not just an image of a copy of the image, but this is from his point of view. Again, it's always from a point yeah. of view as, it, it as to what to the, he remembers. It goes yeah. back to the recurring line from like so mm-hmm. many characters, but there's always mm. truth in legends. Yeah. 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 So, mm, yeah. <laughs> and memories, and it's going to yes. be different. So. Always a fun I line. love that. I, yeah. I'll, I'll bring that up anytime I can. I just just, just got to throw it out there. Yeah. So we get the I don't I can't remember chapter 1 as much as I I did a week ago cuz chapter, chapter 2 left such an imprint on me. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I should have recapped. I, I see. It's okay, we it's see okay. the Sarlacc escape that Jamie yeah. mentioned a little while ago. It was yeah. like a horror movie. Like it was I, great. I, I it was like, great. 
I, I I don't like horror movies, but like I love how terrifying like this was. Like I, it was the stormtrooper down there. Like, yeah, yeah, it's the one I, dude. And I get claustrophobic. I get yeah, I get claustrophobic. And just during that like thirty seconds being in there, I felt very claustrophobic just from that with with vines and tentacles and yeah. whatever just, you know uh, around. You it was great. It, yeah. yeah, it was absolutely. way more clustered than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I thought the sarlacc. I always pictured the sarlacc's belly being like this big. Big wide open area. Yes, <laughs> yes, always, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. That's yeah. not how a stomach looks. Yeah, okay, look, <laughs> yeah. maybe. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely not a Starlock stomach. Um, right. no. Well, yeah, but yeah, yeah I, I loved how terrifying and like you had like the pressure inside, and then just the mm-hmm. shot of the hand. Like that was that was just so cool. Just like classic, and, classic. And the use awesome. of the stormtrooper yeah. too, which was great. Yeah. yeah. How did he get there? We'll yeah, never know. Yeah. Oh, we'll yeah. But, I will, but, but that's, that's the amazing thing, though. Why does it matter? Because I want to know <laughs> that story, too. Again, this goes back to what I've always said. The character, you know, the droid number six in the background, I want to know his story. I want to know this stormtrooper's story. I want to know the fact that he was searching for these two droids and he slipped and tripped, broke yeah. his neck, fell into the Sarlacc, and that was it. I, I just, it's it's part of that, that everlasting element of, of star wars in general of, of it's timeless yeah. it makes it timeless and it plays into the the idea that you know feloni and favreau was trying to push with the mandalorian where it's like playing with your action figures that's so it you'll yes just, you'll just pull a stormtrooper mm-hmm. from your bin completely and oh he's in now he's in the sarlacc pit it's reusing old assets you know yeah. in, a, in, a, in a really interesting and engaging manner and oh, I love totally that. yeah not completely you know what was a big highlight for this episode that was also a reused asset? Say it. Max Rebo. Max Rebo. I didn't want to jump ahead baby. too much. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, let's, let's jump ahead to the current sure. story. Um, mm. So, the sanctuary. Garza Fwip. Well, yeah. Flip, flip. Boba, Boba is <laughs> sitting on his throne, meets all these people that are coming to see him. Mm-hmm. He sees the Major, Major Domo, Domo from the mayor. Yeah, I thought he was great. Him a Wookie well, pelt. Yeah, yeah. Add back to his armor. <laughs> Interesting. You know, he had Wookie scalps in his armor on Empire, in Empire Strikes Back. He should mm-hmm. do that again, especially now with Black Crescentin coming in. He wants to make we'll friends with him. But yeah, yeah. From there, oh, from there, we go to the sanctuary, mm-hmm. which is sanctuary. probably the coolest cantina I've seen, at least yeah. on, yeah. Tats- yeah. on Tatooine. Yeah. Only yeah, place in the galaxy with air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like it, doesn't it? You walk in there and you feel yeah. much cooler. It's just yeah. like, just, ah, like, fresh like, like, fresh air. It's perfect. Yeah. They got palm yeah. trees. It's almost tropical. Air. Yeah, there's a tropical yeah. interior. The drinks look oasis. awesome. Yeah. It's an oasis in the desert. It is, yeah. 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 Qui-Gon missed yeah. out. Qui-Gon likes to get a stiff drink. Obi-Wan would have loved that place. Oh, man. It wasn't open. It wasn't open yet. It wasn't open yet. And of but course, yeah, we, there's the the droid card dealer. So like the Rex mm-hmm. unit, Rex, like uh, the, yeah. like yep. J Rex and Pirate oh, yes. Rex. So like I loved yep. him, and he has like the little like visor and everything. It was just yeah. Which I mean, if, if you've been to Galaxy's Edge, of course, you see Rex in Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, you know, being so, the DJ and everything, which is cool. Um, I I like the one droid that's playing the drums. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I think that's great. That was amazing. Yeah, I need to figure with him. ASAP. Yes, yeah. <laughs> They should but, just do a set that is the droids of the sanctuary. So mm-hmm. it's uh, the card dealer it. Rex, the mm. drummer, oh, yeah. the waiter. Yeah, the waiter sure, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Whatever Boba. droids wash down the Gamorreans, we don't know. Yeah, I, I love how she literally. I love how Garza literally offers. Oh, would you mm. like your Gamorreans fed and hosed down? Hose down. He hosed down. That's great. That's such <laughs> a. Just but, in the back, just like. Hmm. And they're just like, yeah, yeah I, I can yeah. go with the good hosing now. Yeah, yeah. and the boat was like, no, and they're like. 
Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. But he does get his helmet cleaned. Oh yeah. Also well, involved. Cleaned? Cleaned or cleaned? Yeah. Yeah, because money is very dirty. You know how many people mm -hmm. are touching that? You don't want to put that in your helmet. Yeah. And that was another another detail you pointed out for me, Brent. That mm. we learn, we eventually learn that the the twilight that runs the sanctuary. I'm forgetting her name at the moment. Garza. 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 Whip. Spider Man. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's kind of in on it. We don't know who oh, yeah. exactly she may be working for. The mayor, the huts, mm -hmm. which we'll get to, but. Uh, they fill Boba's helmet up with credits. And mm -hmm. I love that you pointed out that that was an intentional move that he couldn't put his helmet on once they left. Yeah, absolutely, Which, yeah. Your, if you've got that much money, you could, you don't have pockets to put all that money into right there and then. So you've just become literally defenseless on the head region of your of your body if that's an armor. And, and our, yeah. our other new theory that you mentioned the other day was mm. the helmet, maybe the helmet is why he couldn't use his jetpack when they do get jumped by the wind assassins with the shields outside. Wasn't my theory, but uh, yeah, I'll, but it's, I'll it's, give it to you. I'll okay, all right, yeah, yeah. Nice theory, but, Brent. Oh, that, that was a big question people had, and I'm like, oh yeah, like it's always been a thing. Cobb Vanth puts it on before he takes off, but obviously mm -hmm. you're going to put it on before you go into battle. Uh, Django put it on before he took off on Geonosis. So right. maybe whoever had this theory, credit to them. I don't know who it was, but mm. I really like that that. You need the the helmet on to use the jetpack. Maybe the controls are like. Face I was scanning. under the impression that he he tries <laughs> using his fire and it backfires within the thing. And so I was under the impression mm -hmm. the moment he did that, he was like, "Oh no, I can't do anything else because doing yes. like the." That's possible. Well, if yeah. he tried to explode himself out of there, he yeah. wouldn't have gotten very far. Oh, and he could. <laughs> That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, a bunch yeah. of people with shields in front of him, and he's like, "Yeah, let me shoot you with <laughs> yeah. a missile." And well, even 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 that. Even that act alone of, you know, again, it goes back to you are defenseless without your helmet on. You know, the back, the fire backflared on top of Vanek and, and Boba. So okay. you've got nothing protecting your head at that point, but he'd already dropped the helmet, you know, with yep. the coins at that point. So you, you create this defenselessness about yourself. You a, have to protect your body if you're, if you're being under attack. And, and that always is where it went to it. As for the whole kind of, you know, jetpack thing we do see mandalorian do this in season two and hit a few buttons it doesn't mean that boba's makeup and outfit is different but see i've never thought about the fact that the helmet was connected to his jetpack as an operational mechanism so yeah good point used. with that because when that one mm. guy like steals it when he stole grogu that he just mm. poof, goes flying that's it yeah that's it yeah yeah yes he used the helmet as a weapon you know he he yeah. He's no stranger to using weapons as helmets. He, he blew his right. window up with, yeah. uh, with Django's old helmet. He should have just chucked <laughs> and the helmet at someone. So, so that goes from yeah, from my from my end. Uh, I do have to admit, and this is not something I thought about till after people started talking about this fight was a relatively weak fight oh, yeah. in comparison. It was weird. Um, it was a weird kind of yeah, and and I do admit that it is not the strongest fight sequence we have seen in in the live action series to date. Yeah, not everything needs to be. <laughs> no, not everything yeah, needs to fine. be. It looked cool with being yeah. surrounded by those cool shields, yes. which we haven't really seen. Yeah. So that was a cool feature. And then mm -hmm. I'm intrigued by these winds, assassins. Nightwind. Mm -hmm. Nightwind. Night I, I got yeah. some of it. Nightwing assassins. The Nightwind assassins. <laughs> the, the Nightwind. We don't yeah. know. I mean, maybe they're just a thing of their mm -hmm. own. 
Yeah. They kind of remind me now, I don't know, Brent, if you've played the Elder Scrolls video games. They kind of remind me of like the Dark Brotherhood from that. Yeah. We were calling them. The outfits and everything. We were calling them Krang's foot soldiers or something like that from Ninja Turtles. You can do your Ninja Turtles reference. You can do your Skyrim reference. Pick your group of assassins. That's what they're like. Everyone was sort of like, oh, the Crimson Dawn because they're red. Or they're the Red Key Raiders because they're red. But I'm starting to think they're just a hired group of assassins. No, they definitely are. Uh, they, like they, a brotherhood yeah. or something. So, I don't think they're really going to play much of a part in this anymore, unless they come back and try to assassinate them again. Yeah, and they're not I very know. good, are they? No, they're not very <laughs> no. good. They're not very good. But, but I mean, I'm, I'm, sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I'm starting yeah. to think, like, they'll keep leveling up. So they tried mm. the Wind Assassin, Nightwind yep. Assassins. They'll, yep. Now Black Chrysanthemum will get to that, and then maybe mm-hmm. something else. So. Why, yes. No, Black Chrysanthemum is the that. final boss. I think well, Black Chrysanthemum is the final boss. Oh, no, there's yeah. one more up there. There's one more. Where's one more up there? I don't think so. I think so. Yeah, Before we we jump into, I feel like we can move on to episode two in a moment, but before we do, I got to do my two little call-outs from when they're walking around Mossos. But also, we have to talk about the Tuscans really quickly. Yeah, but we'll, when, we'll mesh that in with episode yeah i've got one other thing i want to mention okay, too okay cool factor. yeah cool cool um when they're walking around mas espa two things first of all um uh, fennec and boba walk by a guy who's wearing cobb vanth shirt <laughs> i need to mention oh, yeah. this because i spotted it immediately it's yes in the background he has a blue vest over the red shirt and i was like i recall that new reaction video i was laughing and shout out to our friends at mit we don't have any friends yes. at MIT. So this backyard. is the other one. So uh, yeah, so the Holland Marauders are Boston-based. And in mm. this episode, they had the little like droids that kind of look like dogs. Um, so yeah. those are actual robots in real life from mm-hmm. MIT, from Boston Dynamics. And yep. so it was very, very cool to see that. that a lot of people are like put off by them because of how like real they look. Um, and they, they, they do look kind of terrifying. But like First I'm just like so excited to like... Wars, maybe? So yeah, so yeah. It, they literally took real-life robots who like do things things like go into like dangerous areas where people can't um and like do the tasks and then come back and report back um so real life robots put into the star wars universe they just Mm -hmm. toss some like wings on them and i just love to see them um and and all those robots are called um that model is called the spot like like a dog called spot so i am affectionately calling the droids the spot units until we get an actual name and i hope that they actually are called that that's not confirmed as well but spot units and i need one I just want to see what they used for in the Star Wars universe. And again, that goes back to every character, every back character has a story, a purpose. And I now want to know that purpose. These ones are so funny because they had like Mm -hmm. three or four of them. And there's a girl just like poking them along Mm -hmm. with a stick. They look like a flock of chickens. I'm sure they're like shepherd dogs or something. Yeah. It could be. It could be. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. They could be protector animals, you know, robots as well for, for, you know, traveling across the desert and stuff too you know I, yeah i would assume their, their function is something similar to what mm. it is in real life in which they yeah. go places people can't to do they dangerous just, things absolutely. or hurting or something oh, yeah. so they yeah. can't do much but they creep you out so yes. if you're if you're they approaching do. and they're yeah. all crawling they're all scuttling at you you're yeah. like Ooh, yeah sorry. if if you feel like it no. like i i'm not gonna like direct everyone to watch these videos but mm. if you go on the boston dynamics like youtube channel there are a lot of really fun videos but it might freak you out because like they are robots walking like people and walking like dogs yeah, and it's very I, very cool to see weird. but it might freak you out <laughs> i i was actually wa- working in a place this past year a couple of months ago and they actually have one of, they had one of those robots it was it was not active it was just sitting there in charge mode but this thing's like set, set on the ground yep. folded up in charge mode 
and just look at like I couldn't take my eyes off it. Unfortunately, I couldn't take any footage at the time because I was in a, in a film studio place. But just looking at it, I was going, wow, this is really cool. <laughs> I would be scared for the freaking living daylights out of it. This thing just got up and started walking around. It would. Just it would be it would be nerving. It would be unnerving. Yeah, full, full speed at you. Full just Terminator on you, up. for sure. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Yes. We're living yeah. in the future. Be yeah. nice to your electronics, everybody. That's all I got to say. Before Absolutely. Go to too, Brent, I <laughs> yep. know you had a, you I had did, a point about yes. the Bacta, right? The, yeah. So I had this point about the Bacta tank. When when uh, Fennec Shan comes up, she pulls Boba Fett out of the Bacta tank uh, before it's actually had the chance to do its thing. And it people say, why is Boba Fett so weak in this episode compared to a few weeks ago when he was battling you know, stormtroopers on a planet somewhere out there kind of thing and the reality is i always and i haven't read any specific detail yet i've tried searching for it what is the effects of bacta when you were pulled out in mid rejuvenation and the idea that i personally feel like it is is it's like a bit of a cancer treatment you're getting the moment you're on something if you are pulled out of something in that in the middle of it, you're not going to be at your full strength anyway. And I got a feeling, and again, I don't have any evidence, I don't have any proof, but this is what it felt like. The reason why Boba Fett was not at his full game was the fact, and they specifically, the, the, the mechanical voice says, back to rejuvenation, interrupted. And because it was interrupted, it means it didn't have the chance to do its full thing. We also know that when Luke Skywalker came out of the back to tank, he was in a hospital bed for a period of time there before he jumped in the speeder and you know took out the Snowwalkers in Empire Strikes Back. So the same yeah, right. thing. Yeah. So so uh, it, it gives an excuse in the bombing, and it's oh, yeah. the same kind of thing. She has to do back to treatments, and it's right. like a, a scheduled daily thing. Okay. And she's in the hospital for a mm -hmm. while, and it, yeah. it's not just like a quick fix. Like people that's it. Yeah, or, or that you could be pulled out of it halfway through yeah. and, and continue normally. So so I always took the fact that the reason why Boba Fett was never that strong was the fact that the Bacta just hadn't had, the, you know, he was in the middle of, I would, I would call it Bacta sickness, but but Bacta repair, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I feel like that is a main, yeah, that's it. It's, it feels like it was an obvious purpose. And it was definitely, they wouldn't have had that line said by the machine itself if it didn't mean that you had to connect your brain to going, he was pulled out in the middle of this rejuvenation cycle, which means that he may not be at his full strength. And and it doesn't matter how many years later you go into Bacta, it still would be like a cancer treatment. It's going to knock you down before you get better. And that's the closest anatomy. And I don't mean to you know put that out there as you know cancer treatment patients or anything like that. It just purely is, a, it's what it feels like it could be related to. So it'll be fun to see if that's ever explored in future books and novels yeah. and whatever. Yeah, that it's makes a, sense. It's a great theory, yeah. yeah. I, I would love for them to like really dive more into the new canon, all of this mm -hmm. about Bacta, because like, I'm not familiar mm -hmm. with like what Bacta may have been like in like Legends and whatnot, yeah. but um, in everything now, Bacta is just kind of seen as like the end all be all like miracle drug. That's so, it, like, yeah. If we, yeah. If we look quickly at like the higher Republic, Bacta is just becoming a thing at that yes. point in time. Mm -hmm. And so like we're getting the foundation of what really is Bacta and what is this yeah. treatment. So like I, I, yeah, it's like a little lore thing that like they're probably right. not going to go too far into. But yeah, like having like the one off, um, these are the different kinds of treatments. And like this mm. is how one person has 
yes. treated with it. I think that that's really cool and something that like we wouldn't necessarily like expect out of Star Wars. Um, right. But it makes it just feel more real. It makes it feel more of a. Um, this is how you can like relate with it because like yeah. it, pretty much every single person in the world like knows someone who like has been like affected by cancer or some sort of illness like that. Mm. And so like having that actual reality to it, it's just like okay, this yeah. this makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Yeah, and it it makes it makes a lot of sense the more I think about it because Boba gets winded and knocked down in that fight. No pun intended by the yeah. 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 yeah, he goes so, down very quickly. And he goes to the Gamorreans and he's like, get me back to the back to tank. So like, yes. that's all yep. his mind. He didn't finish yeah. his treatment. So he had to that's it. Yeah. So it makes sense. And, and again, it's like, you know, the, in the, in everything that's written in there is dropped as a, as a, you're, you can take it from your own point, your, your own perspective, your own point of view. And that's my point of view. It seems like if you search hard enough and think hard enough about what they are saying, they are trying to explain to you right there as to why Boba Fett is not like badass and kicking everybody down the yeah. way he should be. With that, I guess we'll move on to chapter mm. two. Oh, okay. the tribes of Tatooine. And we'll, mm-hmm. we didn't talk about a lot of the Tusken Raider stuff from chapter one, mm-hmm. but we'll, I guess we'll kick it off with that going into chapter two because yeah, yeah. 45 minutes of this 53 minute episode were with the Tusken Raiders, I believe. Yes. 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 So yeah, about <laughs> after the Sarlacc, Boba was, I thought he was going to be rescued, but I don't, he was kind of taken prisoner by the mm-hmm. Tusken Raiders. And then he's, he's kept there. He's and this is all in chapter one. Obviously he goes and searches for the watermelon things, mm-hmm. the black melons, the black melons, black yeah. melons. Watermelon. which we're going to name. Yes. Right. And then they we probably see wanted the... to call them watermelons, but then they're like, no, 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 no. That's actually a thing. We we'll can't. make them black and we'll call them black melons. <laughs> yeah. But they, they also look like sea anemones, don't they? They, they, they sort of do, yeah. 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 They, it... While at the Tuscan camp, they focus on this kid a lot, and they mm-hmm. still do into chapter two. Yeah. Boba eventually saves the kid. The, the Rodian Slimo dies because of the four-armed yeah. guy from yeah. Mortal Kombat. Voiced by Sam Witwer. Oh, I didn't know that. The Rodian, one. yeah. Mm, Wait, the, yeah. the Rodian, not the four-armed guy. The, the Rodian, yes, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. The Rodian, yes. Yeah. Goro. <laughs> Boba, Boba gains respect with the Tuscan camp uh, mm-hmm. because he saved he saved the kid. He could have just ran mm-hmm. away or did whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's handed the black melon. And that's well, yeah, he, he not only saved well, the kid, but he straight up kills whatever like that beast was. And so the Tuscans were like, "Oh, this, this he, guy is a lot tougher than we thought he was." Yeah. <laughs> but but even cool though is that he gave credit to the kid killing the beast. Yeah. Yeah. And yes. the old the older the village elder definitely knew better than that. And that's why we get that moment at the end where he offers him the the black melon because it's like. Yeah. This is a respect thing now. It's yeah. not just a matter of you're our prisoner. That's that moment where the, the whole respect thing came in between the tribe and Boba Fett. And this Tuscan tribe is a lot different than any other, other one we've mm-hmm. seen. Their outfits are different. They've got like these black cloth. Yeah, black a lot cloth more black. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Not just the tan. Yes, yeah. I, I love to see that. I mm. it, It's something... One one thing that The Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett have done so far is we never expected to get this much information about Tuscan culture until mm. until yep. it was literally given to us. And we're like, you know what? This is great. And yeah. it's... We'll, we'll, we'll touch more on it, but everything that we're getting from the Tuscans is just fantastic because we, I never oh, yeah. would have imagined that Star Wars would have been... Ha- that, I never would have thought that Star Wars had the balls to actually dive into indigenous culture and try their mm-hmm. best to actually yeah. like 
do that representation. Not even like that, but also yeah. um, diving into sign language and diving into those yeah. kind of disabilities and just different yeah. ways of communication. And there's just so much with the Tuscans, and I like live for every single minute of it. Yeah. That's what blew me away in Mandalorian was when they first started doing the sign language and that connection. And again, it goes back to another thing I've, I've said the past week or two is the fact that uh, the Tuscans are very similar to the Mandalorian people in certain ways because the Mandalorians do split off and create their own separate, uh, not tribes, but their own separate yeah. um, uh, factions. And they are very similar to the Tuscans where there are individual tribes that separate and have their own points, you know, perspectives and their own uh, traditions and stuff like that. Uh, and they are very similar to the you know, indigenous cultures of America and Australia as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One thing that I find like wicked interesting as well is uh, with like, there are like the different like groups of the Tuscans in episode two at one point, mm. uh, the Tuscan leader, the chief, I'm not sure what his full title is, but he, he says to Boba something like the other tribes get by, by killing. And yeah. so they, they like, were like, Hey, we're not necessarily like that. We will, if we have to, but it's, it's interesting that they, they made that yeah. a point to have that align is the other tribes did this. And then Boba's like, well, hey, you got these resources now. And yeah. This was after he took the speeders and whatnot. So yeah. it's, oh, it's just great. It's, I love yeah. these guys it's, so it's, much. Yeah, they are. They're great. And the yeah. costume design, too, is fantastic on these. When when, How do you make a Tuscan feel like a Tuscan, but totally give them a completely brand new overlook on their, you know, from neck down? Yeah. And yeah. so great. It reminds me of, like, the Kylo Ren Force Awakens outfit. I don't, the, I don't know. Mm. I, the a way lot of it has like the, the ripped like, up black yeah, cloth and I can the, see, the yeah. layering yeah. on the arms. And, yeah. and it's, it's funny because but we all know until, like I'm always. Well, yeah, you're always thinking of. But go on, but go on. I just, I think it's interesting how this show kind of opened my eyes to the fact that like all the Tuscans before this was just so like bland. <laughs> like mm -hmm. they they were all wearing the same outfit. They all had like the same kind of look yeah. to them. And, I'm, and now yeah. I'm thinking like I want to see blue tuscans yeah oh yeah green tuscans i want to see yeah, all yeah. these different you know yeah yeah the, where the other they, tribes yeah how do they come up with all these different costumes sure. for different tribes and different looks for for tuscans? I, want, I, I want to see a region breakdown of tatooine now of which yeah, area yeah. each of these you know who who are the dune sea tuscans obviously these guys are the dune sea tuscans who are the 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 you know yeah it's, the ones it's, on your yeah that's yeah. it Mospogo yeah. and all that yeah. well they i mean those seem very similar you know, again, they they are very well. They're they're different to the ones that are near Mos Eisley. Was Mos Eisley Tuscans are obviously very brutal and very, um, you know, yeah, you know, whatever. It, yeah. Something that I I think I mentioned in one of those streams that we did, but um, something, uh, the whole storyline of Boba with the Tuscans is happening immediately after uh, the events of the Sarlacc, and then mm -hmm. time jump five years later, the events of the Mandalorian. So I yes. really feel that everything that Boba is doing with the Tuscans right now Ooh. is is setting the stage for everything that will happen in the future. So the Tuscans will be other tribes as well, but will be more willing to actually talk more with outsiders. Communicate. Oh yeah. Them. That makes yeah. sense. Well, Instead think, of just point blank shooting at them. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of mentioned this when we did the, uh, the live stuff and this is my, you know, wheelhouse. I tend to do mm. this a lot, but the first episode, stranger in a strange land, second episode, tribes of Tatooine, stranger mm -hmm. in a strange land is a reference to Moses. Yes, and Moses was the great uniter. He united the twelve yep. tribes of Israel. Yes, so you know, and we're we're getting we're clearly getting a, a story similar mm. to that with Boba. The question is: Are the twelve tribes the other Tuscans in this or, matter, or are or, they the 
yeah, the, the, the rest of the gang. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, you know, so yeah, the other cri- the other crime lords. Yeah, it's fun town. about the title. Could All right, let's bold. start counting right now. <laughs> um, I was just gonna throw. I was just gonna throw out there. So for yep. episode two, the tribes of Tatooine would be considered the Tuscans, um, the Huts, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. the Pikes, and then that biker gang would just is Tatooine mm-hmm. on the Tatooine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> But I, I that, got a that, feeling. I, I feel like gang. I feel like the biker gang somehow are still connected to the huts personally. I don't yeah. know why. I I even the huts off. Well, everything is connected to the huts. Yeah. Right. Which we'll, let's get to the huts yeah. now. Then. Mm. Okay. So, oh. all right. So back <laughs> in the current the, timeline of the, of the show. Being honest. Meanwhile, yeah. Back in yeah. the current timeline. I've gone yes. back and watched that scene like four or five times. It's amazing. So huts. The first huts we've gotten in any like speaking capacity in live action, you know, other than Jabba. Yeah. Which, you know, was something that just completely blew me away when I first yeah. learned about that after the episode. And I thought about it. So yeah. I'm like, God, you're right. You know, um, we I do see the twins. Grala. We see, is it Grala, the, the female? God, that's it. Gardula. Of course, Gardula. Yes. Uh, <laughs> in, in episode one in as well. Episode, in, in, in the background. Yeah. 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 Yes, yes that's it. Yeah. But nothing speaking. Right. I yeah, love how these two are introduced, though. Like, um, mm-hmm. uh, Boba and Fennec just return to Garza, and Garza yeah. is so surprised to even see they're alive, mm-hmm. um, which is very interesting because, like, she's like, "Oh no, um, things are falling apart." But I love how she refers to them just as the twins, and like, yeah. I literally immediately yeah. looked at AJ and I'm like, "What do they mean by the twins? the twins?" And then immediately just after, boom, boom. Uh, well, boom, that, I, I was, I was. I was I was kind of like in the moment of a conversation when they specifically say the twins and related to the huts. So I missed the part about the huts in that conversation in in the uh, in the actual um, thing. So yeah. I immediately was like, wait a minute, what are they talking about the twins? But I missed the word huts. So when the, was the huts making that corner? Boom! Just yeah. mind blown. Yeah. It was it was kind of a cool. Yeah. But yeah, the, the huts on Tatooine. That's always yes. a big thing. Twins on it's... Tatooine. Oh yeah. Yeah. Good call. Yes. <laughs> that actually crossed my mind. That did cross my mind. The use of twins again is, is yeah. a big, big thing. It's interesting that they just refer to it as um, the Huts have decided to stake their claim, and it's like, mm-hmm. all right, so five years after Jabba died, you guys just decided to show up. Like, I want to know really what motivated them to do that. Like, Bobo it, 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 it took. I got an easy like, explanation. It took like, five years for the pole bearers to actually walk across <laughs> it. <laughs> They left five, five years ago. Left five years ago. <laughs> there you go. That, that is exactly yeah. why. Those those guys are selling it too. Like I loved yeah. like that like batch of um actors that they had that oh, were yeah. holding mm-hmm. the the, Guy in the front, what did you yeah, refer to? Watched. What's that thing called? It's the yeah, big raft uh, thing? Um it, oh, what the, is um, litter. Litter, yeah, yeah, the litter. Yeah, yeah I, I had never heard that term before until I've you learned, mentioned it the I've other day, Matt. So and I was like, "What do you mean a litter?" Yeah. Um, but yeah, this the stage thing they're mm-hmm. uh, holding is called a litter. Yeah, um, I, I loved how much they were like selling that. Like the guys were just like, <sighs> like, <"Whoa." laughs> like yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> they're all getting <laughs> it. Like, good. He looks like he's dying in front, and I love it. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Apparently, and they then... had cardboard cutouts of the huts on the litter. Oh, they did. Okay. Like, oh. Okay. Okay. Where would you see that? I was just, I was kind of curious whether or not they. Like, the latest interview they had with Tem and. Uh... Oh, okay. And then that one. Yeah. Oh, I, I missed that. Um, okay. I forget who it was with. All right. I'm trying to think of, but it was when he 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 talks about Black Chrysanthemum in the interview too. He goes, right. Yeah. Yeah. 
So this is mm. when uh, Black Hussanson just just appears. He just, he walks around them, and there he is. And nobody expected that. I mean, wow! We were all <laughs> Congratulations, guys, on breaking our news <laughs> a year ago. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank I, I'll you. stop milking that because I mean, it, 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 it's just fun. It's, it's our fun. only one, so it's it's, yeah. fun. it's, it's the only actually. One. I'll, I'll be honest. I I watched that interview when you you know when you guys were talking about that that leak and it made me a non-comic book non-novel reader interested in understanding what that character was so i did delve a little bit we into that character uh <laughs> by understanding it so it was a bit of foreshadow obviously the foreshadowing and, and the knowledge of that a character would turn up but how epic was that costume so good so terrifying like <laughs> oh my goodness yeah. um what do you think when do you think the last time he saw boba was because uh he doesn't appear in war of the bounty hunters does he i don't uh, think so i don't, I don't think, think so, he, so yeah he I don't didn't know, so. i don't know if he's been in crimson rain right uh, he worked so, with he was in the recent he was in afro comics recently yeah he usually um, is <laughs> but the last time we've seen him interact with boba fett was when they're tasked with um, finding out who finding Luke is. Skywalker, finding Luke Skywalker, which is you know way back in A New Hope. So, so like four or five years, no, ten years actually. My personal thought is that Blacker Sanson thought that Bobo was dead, and he heard that the Huts needed someone to go stake their claim on Tatooine because Boba Fett is there, and he's just like Boba Fett. I have to go mm -hmm. see this myself, Boba and like that, and yeah. like I don't, I don't think Blacker Sanson is there on behalf of the Huts. He's just there for like he's like with a job, and he's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. He yeah. just really wanted to see yeah. Boba and just oh. declare at him. Not as a friend, but just <laughs> no. to be like, okay, this guy's actually like alive still. To prove, okay, so, all right. That's, I, that's, that's like what I think. Building yeah. Black Chrysanthemum to be either this guy who's going to like turn heel or, you know, join up with Boba Fett. But I honestly, I honest to God just think he's there because they were like, ooh, tough Wookiee from the comics. Let's bring him in. He looks scary. Right. He, looks like a, he looks like a good person to like go against Boba Fett. And I think it's just going to be. Like I a don't great know show about there. that. I, I I think there's there's very conscious choices to bring in a character like that because they they are going to stay true to whatever the comic background is with with between him and and Boba. And again, I don't know enough about the background between he's relationship really, between him and. He's a pretty Boba strong silent type. He doesn't really <laughs> right. have many good relationships with people. I mean, okay. even when he teams up with But okay, so he asking from a non does he have a good relationship with Boba Fett? Though is the question. Uh, not really. Or you still not not really? Is it's pure really outright relationship? Is it no. okay? All right. It's a but I'll is kill it, you if I have to kind of right. relationship. Right. AJ, is does there... Boba have money? Because you just mentioned, what if Boba pays him more? Like, does Boba Fett even have like money? He did until the Jawas <laughs> took it out of his helmet. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> like, did he? Did he yeah. not inherit? But obviously, he didn't inherit the palace. He took it. Mm. But there must be money in the palace, right? What did no. Bib Fortuna have? No. Oh no. No, no idea. Dude. Bib oh, was just I... sitting there in like an abandoned a palace. Like, I don't know. I mean, yeah. he's getting like paid by like the town and whatnot, and yeah. by the well, mayor. We him, haven't even talked about the mayor. Tributes. We'll get to yeah. the mayor, who I think yeah. is behind you in the window. Yeah, he is. There he is. Just <laughs> chilling over there with a blast. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're talking about the mayor. So I, I mm. love how uh, they they're just like, all right, let's go talk to the mayor. Oh, yeah. wait. Before we get to talking to the mayor, I love when they're in Jabba's palace. 
the palace. I love when they're in the palace talking to the Nightwind assassin, and Fennec's just like, "All right, Rancor," yep. and just like yep. hits the lever, and then everyone, everyone thinks, everyone thinks yeah. we're gonna see something, and then it's nothing. It's perfect. Yeah. It's yeah, good. It I it's exactly my my, my my prediction was completely wrong on that situation in the end. I, I predicted you know this whole thing about Mucci. I think I even did a whole video, but it also doesn't mean that a rancor doesn't exist there. It could be a fake out. You know they they could have faked it out with no rancor. To I still want to go back to this piece of art concept that they did they talked about a year ago with with Boba Fett riding a rancor in town, and and if that still that holds. That oh, could yeah. be a great, you know, build up to a to a moment. It could have been. I still think it's possible. Who knows? It's possible. Oh. It's possible. I agree. <laughs> that. Anyway, enough of I, that speculation. Yeah, I think that when we've like mentioned that before, or mm. thoughts about it in general, but I I would love if a rancor like does like appear in it, and I would love if it was yeah. Moochie because again. Yeah. Boba looks like obviously looks like oh, clones, okay. and he looks yeah. just like Wrecker, and so Moochie would yeah. be like, "Yeah, sure, yeah. I know, I know you." And so yeah, Moochie the scent, would, like, the scent of a clone. Yeah, the scent of a clone. That sounds like the a. <laughs> I don't know what it's fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, yes. You could just sit there and start sniffing a bowl of fat and be like, yeah, you're cool. <laughs> I think I think, I think we just... <laughs> we lost Jamie. <laughs> we lost Jamie. <laughs> Look at the stunned pork back there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going to be our intro. That's funny. <laughs> I'm but, sorry, you just gotta say something like the scent of a clone and I'm done. Back to the mayor. Back to the mayor. Yeah. It, it's kind of, this yeah. is totally separate, but Matt, you'll get a kick out of this. Yeah. We were watching The Simpsons last night. Back to the future, Jamie. Sorry, I'm sorry. Every time some, okay, so I'm sorry. Every time someone says the mayor, I, all I think of is Goldie Wilson saying, Well, that's funny. Hey, yeah. Hey, I'm gonna be me. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Sorry. Okay. So we were I watching another mayor last night. We were watching The Simpsons. Yes. When Mark Hamill's actually in the episode when he goes to the Comic Con and Homer becomes yep. the bodyguard for the mayor. Right. And the mayor's going around collecting stuff and he's working with the mob. And I'm like, this is just like Book of Boba Fett. And like exactly. any mayor and crime lord. Any That's corrupt funny. mayor ever. Right. So like, I, think, I think the mayor is just Mayor Quimby. And he's just <laughs> he's just in limbo of like stuck between all these bad people and i don't think he's actually a bad guy or anything but like well, they'll show up and they're like that's what i was gonna say like, oh, but boba fett's asking to pay me and it's like yeah come on guys stuck in the middle i Do think we... that oh, i don't think he's a bad guy per se but like i think that he Corrupt. he's smart enough to know where to put his money and who requires that and yeah. whatnot so like i don't think he's bad but like your definition of bad might be different than like paying someone off in order to like save the town like that could be bad yeah. to someone but like the bad he also corrupt. just straight up like I... didn't hesitate to have the nightwind assassin just killed mm. so true, true. <laughs> well yes but i also consider the fact that is is mad dome uh Didomo, uh kind of like looking and gunning for the mayor's job and it feels Maybe. like this element there too is a possibility <laughs> And the yeah. mayor is oblivious. The mayor might have been doing the right thing. The mayor might have had that assassin killed because that is part of his, you know, terms. You know, it, it could go two ways. It's like, did it's did he kill them to keep him silent, or did he kill him because that really is the 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 rule and the law that this guy was acting outside of outside of hut space or whatever. And and it feels like uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Major Dodome 
Majordomo, or yeah, the Major Majordomo, Domo. I know I was. Yeah, it's I'm dyslexic. Actual, I put those. Yeah. It's okay. Oh no, no, it's not no, his no, actual, actual name. name. That's just yeah, like the yeah. term. No, of, like, for what sure. He is. Correct. We don't, what he we is. don't know what his. But, we don't know what his name is. <laughs> yeah, it's named in the credits. I think uh, I can't remember specifically. But uh, is he gunning for the jobs? And then suddenly it's like, wait a minute. All the Twi'leks are the ones that are in a position now, power on Tatooine. Yeah. Are they all kind of you know? Hmm. We've seen a lot of Twi'leks. It's like you know with what's the name in, in her little area are they all yeah are they all kind of working together are they kind of doing a twi'lek uprising Ooh. they've been slaves all these generations it's like it'd be like kind that. of as a, as, as a side side element it it, yeah. it it hit me like this week and i was going hmm, <laughs> there is an awful lot of twi'leks that are in this episode in this yeah. on this planet in and in, in position yeah. power yeah yeah and and it seems like that uh, our, our our actual man might very well just be a puppet or someone who's oblivious to the outside goings of what's going on. And we'll see how that plays out. <laughs> if it's, it might be a pipe dream about that. I like that theory a lot. But what if Bib Fortuna was in on it too? Because he was also a Twilight. That's where, Boba yeah, that was the other thing. That's it. Boba yeah, yeah. 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 Yes. I'm mad that Boba yeah. blew it. I mean, yeah. I, 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 that's a I good always theory. look at the mayor, right? This guy who's been working with the Huts yeah. for mm -hmm. forever, you know, for how long? Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's like Jabba the Hutt's dead. This new bounty hunter is coming in. And he's like, now I'm, you know, now I'm That's the it. Hutt. That's it. Yeah. Like, what, yeah. are you, what are you doing, dude? Like, yeah. the twins are now asking me to pay them. Of course, yeah. I'm going to work with them. I'm not yeah. going to entertain this, like, random bounty hunter who comes in and is like, oh, I'm Major Doe. I'm, Yeah, that's Go it. Go away. Like, leave me alone. Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. 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 yeah, I think that that's probably it. Is uh, I think that the mayor is very smart, and he's mm -hmm. just trying to figure out what the heck Boba's trying to do because it's still not clear mm. that Boba even knows what he's trying to do. No, he didn't that's know. it. Yeah, it is. It's it is a bit confusing as to, but I think we're gonna obviously we'll find that out yeah. in in whatever the backstory is because there's a purpose that he's now there doing what he's doing, and right. we just haven't caught up with the backstory element of of why he's doing this. Which. All right. You want to Another flip over transition. to the backstory? We'll get to the backstory. Let's get to that. Which, this was the meat of the episode. Yeah. With Boba now has respect with the Tusken Raiders. And he's training with the gaffy stick with the... The Tusken Warrior, played Tus by uh, stunt woman Joanna Bennett, mm -hmm. who was like Captain Marvel's double, a few other uh, Marvel Super doubles. Badass. And she was an Aquaman. Yeah. And uh, she's, in she's incredible, and I love her. <laughs> and out of nowhere, yeah. on the horizon, we hear... What sounds like a crate dragon. dragon? It's clearly yeah. a crate dragon. And the I'm, horn yeah. sounds like it. I love Matt's yeah. theory that yes. it has to be the horn. I like, think the, it's a horn. Oh, yeah. I think it's, yeah. it it's definitely a horn. Yeah, and they're using it to scare Tuskens off because yeah. they saw Obi Wan do it and it worked. And yeah. Like, yeah, that's really it. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it, it just seems like it's a deterrent to keep people away from something yeah. that you want to secretly and quietly pass through the desert. And, you know, Meanwhile, sorry, everyone yeah. looks instead of running. Away. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No yeah. Offense they just but yeah. how how are they going to really tell the difference mm. between a, a crate dragon and a, and a train mm. that looks exactly like a crate dragon but with a yeah. giant engine on his head? Yeah, yeah. I love how the Tuscans call it the long speeder. Mm. The long speeder. <laughs> yeah, yes. And then Bubba's which just means like, it's a train. <laughs> right, which means that they've also seen it before, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it goes to that element too. And also one of the point that we just, you know, to point out, pikes are really good shots from a long distance. Seriously, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You learned that. Yeah. That's, that's, a new, that's a new one. They didn't even, I, the yep. Tuscans didn't even do anything. They're just mm. sitting there. Well, they're, yeah. intimidated. Yeah, I, they're intimidated by them. 
Yeah. Why, the, know, Tuscans, I mean, like, the Tuscans were literally just, just sitting there. Them. The pikes yeah. blow the crate dragon horn. They start mm-hmm. barreling across the desert, and then they mm-hmm. just start shooting well, randomly. Yeah. It's just they like, have cool. a thing. They have a stereotype yeah. against Tuscan raiders yeah. that they're violent, mm. so they're they're scared yes. of them, I guess. And, the, and then mm-hmm. I, I guess, well, yes. So, like, later on, like, the one pike that does speak says, hey, we were just protecting our train. And yeah. it's just like, mm-hmm. ah, whatever. Yeah. Um, but, oh, uh, the train. I, I love... I, I so love cool. trains, okay? Um, yep. I've got I've gushed about it for forever. But like I this this sequence was just so cool seeing yep. it like the multiple times and we haven't really seen a train like this in mm. Star Wars. Like we've seen the, the Solo train is the Solo closest with, thing. Like, the they, two um, parts. It looks yes. like the monorail. Mm. And then there's the few in like the Clone Wars, like the mass transit mm. system on Coruscant. And I I forget what that other planet was, but like the underground like mining one. Anyway, yes, that yeah. Was, like, in Clone it was, Wars. Like, through like a system mm-hmm. like instead, but we haven't seen yeah. one that's literally like a maglev yeah. train. Yeah. Without a track, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. this is just very, train. very Makes cool. Can, can, can I can I actually say that it's the most obvious thing we should be seeing in in a Western story? Yeah, but exactly, it still blew my mind when yes. we were watching this train for the first time crossing the desert. It just blew my mind. It was like, oh my god, we are yes. getting the train heist. Something yeah. that, it was right? so good. Something yeah. that never gets old in film. Hmm. Or TV is a fight on top of a train. Gold, yeah. it's old oh, West, yeah. James yeah. Bond, yeah. Solo. Like it's always yeah. Indiana, Indiana Jones. Totally. Exactly. Yes. It's always so fun. Yeah. Always, always got to have a train somewhere. Yeah. For but sure. before they go take down that train, there's my favorite scene. What literally top ten? One of my favorite scenes in Star Wars. I'm not ashamed to say it at all. When Boba trains the Tusken Raiders how to use speeders, and we get yes. like a bantha. <laughs> like a bantha. It's like a bantha. Like, a yeah. like that's, that's gonna be my it. takeaway from this show. Like a bad. I love crazy is gonna happen, but that's gonna be my takeaway. Still. I love how mm-hmm. he says the the worst thing, like like a bantha, and like they're all yeah. they all just stare at him, and they're he's like, like, no, mm-hmm. maybe not. Yeah. All right, yep. cool. He like yeah, really yeah, does the yeah, full. Yes. All right, yep. that's in the lands. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that was yeah. genius comedy, but also just, absolutely like, cool to see the progression of. Yeah. It was like yeah. a classic montage. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's a very human boba moment. Sitting in a speeder with a big dopey smile on his face, going, "Hey!" Yeah, and he always like yeah. he looks funny without the eyebrows smiling. He does. It's, just, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. eyebrowless yes. Boba is funny. So looking. much yeah. comedy to be mined out of mm-hmm. eyebrowless Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah. I, I yes. hope that's not the last sure. scene of that. Oh, and same. Yeah, I sort of skipped over a cool Easter egg of Tashi mm-hmm. Station. Yep. And, to get uh, oh, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Which is, I, I love how they just like slid them in like enough. It's a, it's enough of a detail yeah. that like if you had never known of a, you know who, a new who. Yep. <laughs> they're just another couple of people. Hope deleted scenes. Yes. They're yeah. just like, oh well, here we are. But um, I, I think he, AJ, you mentioned this the other day how it really goes to show how um life on Tatooine, like Luke says, I'm going nowhere. Mm. Um, yeah. his, his friends are are still went nowhere. Just yeah. there in the yeah. same That's spot it. they are every yeah. week. It's like if you go to like your hometown yeah. and there's just like that handful of people that are, are still there at the local yeah. bar, Norm. just like yeah, <laughs> oh. totally, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the same deal. And, yeah. and and the, the silly little biker gang, like I loved them. Like, yeah, they were, they were so Mad Max in like a good way. Like it was, it was great. It was so just enough. <laughs> the the big question is, did Luke want to go to the Tashi station to pick up some power converters? Because power converters is actually a drink, <laughs> an alcoholic yeah, yeah. beverage. I, I think he, yeah, that, I think it was great. Yeah, and Uncle <laughs> I, had came, no idea. Yes, that's it. Yes, Uncle Owen's like these kids. We don't know these the kids. Are they, these kids are their power converters. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yes. Is that a drink? In the, is that a drink on Batu? 
There's uh, something like that. There's, How like, it? Oh, there's a there's like the photon fizzle, if I remember okay. correctly. I gotta but do I my don't... research. Yeah. That would be funny. If there it, might if it be was. a proton. They should be. They should be confirmed. I, will be. I want to get a power converter right now. Thank you. We'll yeah. <laughs> come up with some mixed drink and we'll come up with it. That's it. <laughs> so that brings that brought us to the training scene, and then they go mm-hmm. take down the train, which we get once they do take it down. It's this very in the concept art. It was very Lawrence of Arabia. Yes, that was that's the same kind of story, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. In real yeah. life, attempted yeah. to unite the, the various tribes of mm-hmm. you know yeah. the Arabian Peninsula. He did not succeed, but yeah. he tried. <laughs> he really tried. Yeah. And the oh, the, the again, you you've got this annoying thing where there is a lot of people out there going, "Well, we've seen this before." It's like, yes, everything you watch, you have seen before because oh. it is based off of something historical. It's based off of old films that have been done ten times before. So what? This is just another cool way to tell that story or show that visual, and this is the kind of story that you want to have that happen. If this didn't, if this sort of storytelling didn't happen in a Western-based sci-fi movie or series, then we would be completely lost and say it's terrible. Mm. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Yeah. 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 That's Who it. Yeah. Want- to see, yeah. you know, Lawrence of Arabia, but instead of, you know, mm. Lawrence Olivier, it's Boba Fett. Yeah, that's, that's all yeah. Yeah. Take, take it's the same. Take the best parts exactly. of Lawrence of Arabia, because that, that's like a four-hour-long movie. Yeah. So take yeah. the best parts of Lawrence yeah. of Arabia and just, like, shove yeah. it in something mainstream here. It's an eight-hour show. So that's good, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Take the four laughs> that's hour, it. Yeah. You double it, make it. Exactly, yeah. But yeah. Chop it in eight pieces. Did you dub? Package it, sell it. Couple of huts, you done this. Merchandising, merchandise. I don't wanna I don't wanna skip over that awesome engineer droid. Yes! Ooh, <laughs> I love this away. guy. Yeah. Like, yes. Like, he was he was so on task and literally the moment the tra- I love how his function is the moment that if the train gets attacked, you you just haul ass. Like yeah, that yep. is it. You you just, just go for it. Button. I'd love to yeah. see him in the, the cantina button. just looking at Boba like oops. Oh, and he, <laughs> he's somewhere out there. It just goes to another personality of a droid, and even though we only see him for a, f- a few seconds, it's like this droid has a program personality of, of, gun it and 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 create as much havoc as possible. It has a purpose. It has a position. They could have just as easily put a person or you know a character in charge, a live action creature in charge. Yeah. But the idea of having a, tr- a droid that will just do its job and not care about the fact that it's going to put everybody's lives in danger if it, you know. Just jump out the window. And that's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah. It saves itself too, which is cool. Yeah. I love the effects on the droid too, when he's practical mm. and you see, yeah. and it's clear, you know, it, it's very obvious that all of his arms are like on strings. Yeah. And they're and just kind of like, boom, yeah. boom, but yeah. I love, that is like one of my favorite yeah. looks from yeah. like Jabba's palace. Cause you see like mm-hmm. the Bomar monks. In the background, and and you yeah. can tell their spider legs are like on strings, mm-hmm. and I love yeah. that look to it. I don't know why yeah. I love that, but I just I really love that. It's it's the it's look. yeah it's the frame rate of what is more yeah. real yeah. and and all that, and it goes back to the the tauntauns on Empire Strikes Back, the way they yeah. frame them across the de- uh, across the snow plows, and you yeah. see that janky movement. It has a charm it, to it. It has a charm yeah. to it, and and then you see stuff like the huts are the full CGI, and people are complaining about that. But the huts are just another version of that little tauntaun being moved bit by bit in a, in a very different way. Uh, and so it's just the, the way the technology is. I'm fine with CGI huts uh, on top oh, yeah. of at this point. I think that it looks great. I, I think yeah. it looked amazing. Yeah. 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 
Sorry, I jumped, I jumped back for you. No, 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 it's good. <laughs> but, it's good. Yeah. Um, so uh, the train gets stopped, and they all ascend mm. on the train and whatnot, yeah. and, and the pikes, we see them unmasked in live action for the first time, mm. which is very cool to see cool. because like fish, we, we have the live action pikes in Solo, yeah. but actually seeing them unmasked is just yeah. like very yeah. cool. And like I like the idea that there are different variations of pikes yes. because yep. like people are just like, oh, they don't look where they're supposed to. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. The, um, Dooku doesn't look like variations. he's supposed to in Clone Wars, guys. He's ninety percent nose in that <laughs> show. Are you gonna tell me? I, he I, yeah. Personally, I love the design of the Clone Wars overall, but I also kind of look at that as like the hierarchy of yeah. you know, if you were to go to the Pike homeworld or wherever yeah. they were there, that's like that's an equivalent to you know the highest up leaders and stuff like that. The the headdresses change, the yeah. form of everything, and that's all it was. Was just it that is a shape of a headdress around yeah. that particular face. So I'm completely fine now, as long as we do eventually get to see the pikes on the home world and actually see this head. Because I still love that big ass. It's it's like yeah. Princess uh, yeah. Queen Amidala's costume yeah. design. Have you ever yeah, seen yeah. the real yeah. life uh, Suleiman the Magnificent? He's I haven't. Like this, no. He was this ruler from Turkey, and he has the tur this turban that's oh, like the, the size of his head. Have you ever mm -hmm. seen that? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And and, and yeah. that's exactly what it is, you know? Yeah. They exactly. Head, their headdresses or their headpieces and yeah. yeah, yes. I, yeah. I love how um it gives us everything we need to know about the pikes as well. Like just mm. in case for some reason you hadn't watched solo. So it's just like, mm -hmm. oh, these people Boba trying to be like, All right, you're gonna tell me yeah. everything right now and he's yeah. just like, I'm just yeah. being dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Like is but I, I gotta. I've been, I've been yelling about this for the mm. past like two weeks or so, right? Um, the, the music. So mm -hmm. <laughs> you guys know where this is going. Yeah. Uh, and so in the background of this scene, uh, Boba's new like theme song. Um, it, there's like a higher like variation of it played because he straight up like lets the pikes go and tells them you're, you're gonna leave. You're gonna walk single file. You're gonna do as the hey, Tuscans do here, and they won't bother you. Um, which is very cool that that's there, but. Boba's variation in the background with the music, um, it's a little higher. But let me let me explain in case you haven't caught up with what I'm talking about here. Boba's theme, which is the end credit song, the, the yeah, uh, it it is an inverse of Omega's theme from the Bad Batch. I am fully convinced. Like like it 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 is like I I, I can't get it out of my head. Um, I've talked about it at a great length, like on social media. So like I won't like bother you with like the song here but i i implore you listen to omega's theme and then listen to boba fett's theme from book of boba fett they match up and that's all i'm gonna say about like. it in the podcast and, and i'm gonna say a week ago i thought you were batting crazy at the time <laughs> and then when this episode of episode it's two popped true. up i heard it and Wait. i even specifically in my reaction video went oh my god that's like 10 seconds of omega's theme in there yes and it's not like, uh, it's not an it's not an homage it's not a pre-site it is a connection of they are more or less the same character this is where there's this this element of 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 the the what we see in omega of of her being able to wanting to help people and stuff like that a connection rather than a foresighting is right is, and, and like I, I think that like prediction wise, that, right. like I, I would love mm. for her to show up in the show like as an adult. But mm -hmm. I think that enough seeds have been planted to show that Boba and yeah. 
and Omega have met at some point. Yeah, it's 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 not even a tribute. It's not a comparison. It's a comparison to what Omega goes through and thinks and feels because it's also the actual conversation at that point in time is that he's letting the Pikes go. Yeah, uh, he's giving them that thing. chance. And there's giving them that chance. And that's what Omega does. She gives she wants to give everybody a chance. Mm-hmm. And and it definitely runs, you know, yeah. Not if gonna lie, like. guys, if, if Omega like does show up in the yeah. show, I'm probably gonna pass out and <laughs> you're not gonna hear. <laughs> I still have my theory about Omega is actually really the armorer and she's that under the helmet. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> that's that's reaching you're, for the, you're the stars there. Reaching Why? For the stars, really? Why? I like it, I like Why? It. But Why? Think about it. If she's going to go into hiding from everybody around her and, you know, post Bad Batch, what a way to go into hiding but to actually have a mask that you never take off. Brent's theories are my favorite theories. He's not... <laughs> he puts everything on the I'm table. Not always, I'm not watch. always right, but... <laughs> <laughs> if you like hearing Brent and Jamie talk about music yes stay tuned mm. for a future age of mm. goku show right yes yes yeah yep. and stuff right yes yeah so there's that's a little plug there stay tuned on yeah. social media for that <laughs> yeah yeah that's gonna be a fun one to conclude this episode sort of let's get into boba getting his being inducted as a tuscan i want to call it i don't know if that's mm-hmm. the proper way but he gets his robes he's finally out of his gross smelly mm-hmm. return of the jedi the jumpsuit. jumpsuit yeah jumpsuit yeah and North he gets to make he snorts the lizard, oh, yes. goes on that weird journey, which, Brent, yep. you had another great point about comparing it to a Jedi searching for a kyber crystal. Yes, yeah. I mean, you consider the fact that the young Jedi, the younglings are, are sent off to uh, Elam to you know find their kyber crystal. Actually, it's technically their kyber crystal seeks them out as a Jedi as to who they want to pair mm-hmm. with. And the same purpose immediately clicked to me is like, this is, this is uh, the way a a Sam person goes off to and uses and the idea of the force is used for other cultures. We see this, and again, I said this before and other things, but we see it in the Ewok movies, chief uh, low gray, the medicine man uh, uses magic. And part of the thing, we see it from the night sisters in the clone wars. Uh, we see it by the other race uh, with, when uh, uh, Jar Jar Binks teams up with um, Mace Windu in season six of oh, the clone yeah, wars. Yeah, I... I forgot the name of the race, uh, the, 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 mm-hmm. the queen that they go to save, yeah, but her race has got this yeah that's it and and there's there's all these elements and it goes back to a conversation that dave filoni you know said about the ewok movies magic in star wars universe is just another culture's way of explaining what the force is and we don't have to say this is a jedi and this is a sith every time we want to see a force wielding story arc we should be seeing these fantastic stories about how does a culture deal with the intake and the understanding of the force itself and how does that change and be different from a jedi or a sith and we're starting to see that and that makes for a much more spiritual journey on anything star wars related and people want to say they want to see a jedi in every episode and there are other people saying we don't want to see the jedi or the sith keep something spiritual that is in the that that's new story you're telling and you've got an element of the force that exists there and without it being a sith or a jedi i think that's a great way to continue these stories and keep you know that element alive yeah exactly i mean seeing the force through another Mm -hmm. a non-jedi or sith's eyes is yeah super interesting i know matt's i mean all of our favorite thing i always say matt's favorite thing is the force but 
in mm, Star Wars. Me too. Yeah, me too. Star Wars is sort of the Force, so right. Yeah, it, it's everything as we've come yeah. to learn. And, yeah. I mean, even the night. I mean, in, when you were going on expedition there, <clears throat> I think like the Knights of Ren. They even are kind of like they. What do they call it? Touched by the shadow or something. Yeah. Something like that, but that's that's yeah, still they have, the force. I, I know, but I like I like that there's different, like oh, magic touched mm-hmm. by the shadow, the force. Yes, yeah. I like how there's different explanations yeah. of it, but it, at the end of the day, it is yeah. all the force. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And again, it's it's great that we're getting that. You know, we, we're getting this again. It's a spiritual element. It, it goes back to the core nature of who we are as people. We have a spiritual or religious or or. Yeah understanding of of you know whether you believe it whether you don't it's it's taken into account and it is another way of telling it getting that that piece of wood from you know his gaffy stick was no different than a youngling getting their kyber crystal that's the way the sand people get to deal with that variation of of i guess going into manhood or going into right of passage exactly exactly and And so the the whole montage from there of him building the, the gaffy uh, just like yeah. yeah i don't know about you guys but it made me want to go build one somehow oh yeah that's i again my reaction video i think i said i want to build a gaffy stick now <laughs> yeah. like this I'm, um, I'm glad that they like tossed it in there because one thing that yeah. i i kept like that i was so fixated on was why the gaffy sticks like made metal mm-hmm. sounding noises when they clashed yeah like, earlier in the episodes because i'm like they're wood what's happening and it's like no yeah. no no they're like plated with metal and i'm like oh yeah, gosh yeah. like it's just yeah <laughs> this makes sense now cool. yeah i i do have a question for you uh all um do we think this is this time last time we'll see the daniel logan flashback stuff i know we'll still see flashbacks but do we think we'll ever see Boba Fett as a child as in a flashback again from this point of time onwards? I think I've we'll al- still see some things. Yeah, I've always kind of, since we saw the first flashback mm-hmm. and we saw Camino, and now we saw interior of Camino through the window, mm-hmm. I, with the deep fake stuff in play, I wouldn't be surprised if we see behind Daniel Logan, or behind Boba's head as a mm-hmm. kid talking to talking to Tem as Django, like some sort of flashback like that. That would right. you have you have Tem. Okay. You could de-age him, give him hair. Yeah, um, yeah. We could. Like, we could look cool. Yeah. That's what I want. God. I'm gonna pass. With some like inspiration words <laughs> or something. I don't know. Um What if we see other clones? Like I'm I'm not mm. gonna be okay. Yeah, don't Yeah. Um, like, we could be here forever um, if we Oh for <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where I was going with it in, in the sense of the story, I personally don't think we will because at that moment in time, that's when Boba Fett has also let go of being the childhood that he was stuck within. So I don't know if we'll necessarily see a flashback to him being a child again because that part of the journey has now gone into, he's now, you know, he's now accepted this new reality and his new position and his new thing unless the story serves that they need to go back to that point i don't yeah. know if we'll necessarily see that again true the way, the way that's fine now, they could that leave it with the way it passage is, is mm-hmm. in the flashback and mm-hmm. we kind of see him having the back to dreams in the current timeline so correct yes we'll, we'll see. right yeah yeah true we'll just have to see yeah absolutely Wow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i like that so yeah, yeah. these two episodes yeah. especially mm-hmm. chapter two was mind-blowing like this is yeah one chapter two is one of my gotten. favorite things we've gotten so far yeah. from yep. like, the disney plus era mm-hmm. the television shows anything like that absolutely yeah. it's definitely up there unbelievable for sure I, th- I think that one important last note here in the whole boba's uh, spice dream 
process there um is is seeing seeing Django in in the past and then like seeing that like that's what he was always like supposed to be that's what he yes. always thought he was supposed thought he to was be. supposed to be yeah, yeah and then by by finding the branch and by mm. finding essentially this this family with the tuscans yeah. um that's that's kind of what it's shaping up to be is it's it's really a chance to do something different and do something as himself and not necessarily yeah. this premeditated i have to be a bounty hunter because my father was a bounty hunter um and we'll see what, where that takes him from there, because something is obviously going to pull him back. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah. was the one thing for me in the, the Clone Wars animated series. They did five episodes with Boba Fett appearing, and in every episode, he was obviously trying to find a new family. It didn't even click to me that that was the purpose. I felt like that character was almost wasted in the series until now. And this actual two, you know episode of part two kind of completely changes my whole perspective of that this is what he's been chasing for. He's been chasing for a family since he lost his father. And it didn't even click. And again, it's like, it's how, how they do so well in progressing a character story. Uh, and and so it makes much more pivotal sense when I go back and watch the Clone Wars episodes of Boba Fett in them as to why and and... And his his journey makes much more sense to me. Let's put it that way. Mm. Yeah. I like it. I mean, I I'm, I'm pumped for chapter three and the rest of the <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's going to go from here, so. Yeah. Well, all right. Uh, we, yeah. we talked a lot. This is this is a long episode, but uh, I <laughs> well, whatever. Cool. It's all good. We we are all very excited for Book of Boba Fett and for where it's going to go from here. Oh, so yeah. I want to thank you, Brent. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. On our no, show pleasure. Today. Thanks for having where me. Can, where can our listeners find you on social media as well if they're not following you? Uh, I'm on Age of Grogu or uh, at Age of Grogu. Um, I am uh, also on Twitter at Brent Age of Grogu. It's one of those two. I always get those two mixed <laughs> up. Uh, but yeah, um, come check out. We usually do a podcast every a live uh, podcast every Sunday at uh, 1 p.m. Uh, uh, West Coast time. Um, and uh, then we'll do reaction videos, and once in a while we'll do an unboxing or miniature model build or something like that. Usually I'm playing around with stuff like that. I like to. <laughs> tinker and model with my collection so yeah 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 cool um it's really cool stuff and we're frequently always like popping it on brent's stuff as well if you guys are mm. worried yes not there. anyway um thank you so much brent thank you so much aj and matt uh this has been the Holland Thanks, Marauders podcast you can find us everywhere at Holland Marauders, and we'll see you next time